You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, if the red light is to be believed, I believe we are live. And hello, everyone, and welcome to an exciting episode of Low-Key here on the Wheel of Change Network. My name is Harry, a.k.a. The Moving Target, and uh, welcome to this exciting episode of... Is Gen Z screwed? Um, so this is a concept of mine that I've been like trying to get producer Paul here on the show to talk about because I kind of got a little black pills a little bit <laughs> watching this uh, this video from the lotus eaters talking about like and also a video from uh, lewis rossman of like things that are just have been attacking you know gen z's ability to do, to do things that are basically the rungs of the ladders that a lot of us dig to get to where we are that like i can actively look behind me and realize like a lot of those are gone <laughs> like most of like well how did you get to like well to have forgotten us you can't <laughs> I didn't. I didn't destroy that ladder. Someone else did. <laughs> I just went back there and realized the ladder is gone. But it'll be an interesting discussion as we go through this, and hopefully, producer Paul can pull us into the white, back away from the darkness pit that the Lotus Eaters put me into. So all of it rests on producer Paul Schroeders, and since we keep saying his name, let's bring up the financial guru, astrologer producer Paul. Introduce yourself. Hi, I am a financial guru, Escalja, and I will uh, be guiding you on this journey to financial solvency. Uh, and if you buy into my program right now for nineteen ninety five a month, uh, I will teach you economic lessons that can't be found anywhere else. Like, don't pay people nineteen ninety five a month uh, for economic <laughs> advice. But don't worry, you'll get a link to my Discord server that just says, "Don't do this." <laughs> That voice you're also hearing is Vincent. Go ahead and say hi, Vincent. Hi, everyone. A uh, local doomer here, just sitting here watching the world burn. <laughs> and we also have the person who's probably the guy who destroyed the brungs on those ladders, so <laughs> the younger generations can't get up to him. Reinhold, Reinhold, go ahead and say hi. I fought against that breaking of the rungs, but they happened anyway. <laughs> no, my, my generation fought against it but it was the boomers man they just they can't handle not having their piece of the pie that uh is the future generation's future so that they can live comfortably Reinhold, do you have discord open that's gonna ask him the same question <laughs> do you have discord open <laughs> close it my robot <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we, I thought we, thought we checked this before. Oh, it did, and then, and then you started talking, and you're robotic. So yeah. I, I tells us that, that you have Discord open. Got Discord open. Um, yeah, yeah. So this should be an exciting talk. Like, all right. So, like, I, I would have sent the video to the other two, but they already 
proved to me that they don't watch videos. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Only I don't watch videos. You know Reinhold. Reinhold will watch 10 reaction videos of that one video by the time we got to this if you sent it to him. It's from the Lotus Eaters podcast with Sargon of Ka group. So Reinhold's not watching that. You know, he's you know, they, mm. they yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I enjoy still enjoy a lot of Sargon's of Akkad's content. You know, it's uh, Hey, just like anyone you would look on uh, online, do not trust talking heads. Go do your own research. You know, it's great for someone to kick the door open, to think up a concept and go with it, but go through and poke at things. Don't just take things from like, you know, some talking head grit, you know, like some talking head said this. So there's got to be true. Just like me, I say something. I'm going to see some crazy stuff. Fact check it. Make sure I'm right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me I'm off a percentage. Of, you know, not going to hurt my feelings. You know, because, you know, I misremember things, I'm trying to remember a bunch of different things. You know, I do IT for an entire company. And most of them don't want to memorize, memorize passwords or anything's at, you know, even though much of my document, they like to go off the documentation and just destroy things. So just don't hear that there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not better. There's no, there's no, there's no anger there whatsoever. <laughs> but just the, pick the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're watching, Jim. Just do it. <laughs> uh, anyways, the stuff you're hearing like that—that that is stuff coming that happens behind the scenes. So uh, that we—that's uh, just for the. Uh, uh, key holders. If so, you subscribe to our key holder and you become a key holder of low key, you know, you get to hear that behind the scenes content. So, yeah. And the key holders get a discount on my monthly rates. Yeah. $5. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the content. So, the gist of the video was basically so there was two different videos that I watched. Like one um, I watched was a Lewis Rossman video was talking about, he was Lewis Rossman, great guy, Lewis from Rossman Repair Group. He's the video of a lot of people go to when they see like an Apple repair online. Uh, so he's, eventually he's, you know, he's basically, he's left New York City. He's got some great series of like why doing business in New York City is some of the worst place to do business at. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. Hmm? Uh, including getting a tax bill like three years after he uh, left with his company. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite one is the other one is like, remember, it's not fraud. It's real estate. <laughs> and you can't get away with paying off, uh, you know, paying hush money to to people. Just Oh, yeah. 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 You can't. Yeah. If you can't pay somebody, you're going kind to of screwed in New York. Yeah. You, well, like, all right. I should see this series, though. It's like the, he was trying to find a new office uh, for. Um, uh, for his company, because company grew, and everyone kept were like, "Oh, two thousand square feet." You'd go there and with the laser thing and measure, it, and like it's fourteen hundred <laughs> square feet there. Like, well, there's some shrinkage and some shared spaces. How do you shrink six hundred shrinkage? Did they put the office space in a pool? Was it cold? <laughs> like I know, I know Texas had that winter storm a year ago. Oh no, no, this was New York when he well, went I, to. In Texas, was dead on when they would say it was more like he was like, oh nope, nope. They claimed it was four thousand square feet, four thousand square feet. I didn't know rooms needed to be dry clean only. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, sub rooms are. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. But what he was talking about is in his video, which this one's more like tech related, was like there's a lot of different things that a lot of us in the tech space that we used to do to get a lot of experience 
at our job, at our craft, and make a little bit of cash on the things. And it's kind of right. There's a lot of different things I used to do, like you can't do it anymore, like um, helping people remove their viruses or because like most people like most virus protector like long as you stay up on it you're pretty much fine or you put you know it's and it's so everyone should be fine there please make sure at least you have good defender on at the very least please please for love of all that's holy run your updates and have defender well, on. what do you mean I, I never use ad blocker on anything and ad blocker oh <laughs> ad blocker is self-defense anyone who's told you to turn off that pesky ad blocker obviously does not understand the danger which is on the internet your ad blocker is is a great self-defense tool um yeah and now now, now is the uh, time for the ad for nordvpn Nord no. <laughs> come on Reinhold. it's express vpn and uh <laughs> express vpn hold i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna join in no. Uh, <laughs> Join in immediately. Good. Freezes. Good. Good. This week gets got nuked. And that's why you don't use that VPN service. Um, what I wanted to like, uh, but the other thing it was talking about. So a lot of it was like screen repairs. Um, uh, Vincent and producer Paul, you guys remember working back at the recycler place, like we could replace screens on, on phones and everything else. And it was a good source of revenue and it actually paid for, for us to re- help recycle a lot of the CRT monitors that the recycling place was getting. We were selling all this Apple stuff. And then even then we was watching the rumbles of Apple preventing anyone to doing third-party repair or doing anything with these Apple devices. And the cult of Mac just crisply creeping into that space where you would find like, cool, I've got a whole box of perfectly good lost and found or things of Apple devices, but they end up becoming iCloud locked. So they can't activate to any servers because Apple have clocked them out. And it's basically just a pile of junk. So that can only be be broken down to its base components. It's aluminum. It's to pull the battery out, the ribbon cables, you know, the screen. It's that's it. it. It is a nice, good whole unit. But since it can't talk to the activate to the Apple servers, and there's an impossible way to go back and get Apple or anyone to unlock it, it's just a just a big paperweight. It's a brick. It's it's meaningless. It's pointless. And it just added to a massive amount of e-waste. And if you try to explain this to any Apple user, like, well, it's cutting down on the theft. Yeah, okay. Well, shouldn't you be able to unlock it? Like, well, because they don't. Yes, they, yes, Apple should give away to like, okay, yes, we can find it. Like, we are a licensed repair, uh, 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 recycler. We we go through all these compliance hoops. Please allow us to like unlock this thing so we can repurpose it and resell it. Nope. That doesn't make them money, though, Harry. Correct. They want you to buy. They want you to buy new. You have Correct. to buy new. Why? Why would you repair something old when you can buy new? Yeah. And now you've got um, Samsung. It's following the same through, like like locking and activating different different devices. And then even when it comes to replacing a lot, a lot of the screens on a lot of the machines, they once you have their special software or device thing like that, you won't be able to put your phone at rest or do little other screwy things with the firmware. So once you replace a piece on it, you lose some activation on it. And then we're not talking about like you replace it with just junk screen. You can like, they allow you to buy like the correct screen or just take it from a, I've got two of the exact same phones, but one's a working phone, but I'm just taking a screen off of one, put it in the other one. Nope. Nope. That's serial matched. And they put something in it and just 
just drops the phone. And that's a piece of skill that you get a lot of people, like a lot of IT technicians or people who are technically inclined. It's a lot of it. That's your easy money maker. You used to make a lot of money like that in college, sitting in dorm rooms, or just sitting out there, just switching people's screens out and just fixing people's phones. And it's a, like I said, it's it's one of those things that a lot of people like. That's a neat rung of the ladder people used to make money. That is just kind of gone. It's gone. It's just just ripped out from you. And it's not because like, well, the market changed. No one's using phones. It's like, no, we. There is more phones. The phones are more expensive now. <laughs> Someone's probably more willing to switch out the, the screen for the $1,000 iPhone. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, and, uh, you know, that's getting into a whole set of issues around right to repair and kind of not really on topic for tonight. But, yeah, the fact that simple IT work doesn't exist anymore in a lot of ways because either mm -hmm. everything is so replaceable, like, ah, I spilt some, uh, I spilt something on my Chromebook. Good thing it's $35 worth of computer right. because everything's online. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's increasing replaceability. And then for the things that we actually spend money on, everything's getting so siloed and so in like so black boxed that it's mm -hmm. impossible to work on correct yeah the more expensive the more strict it is to to change it and the cheaper it is the more easy it is to replace it so if something goes wrong in a computer like if let's say you have a desktop and something goes wrong there's so much modular stuff that now and there's enough YouTube videos and people mm -hmm. online that can go, hey, this is what your issue is. Here's how you're going to find what, what the issue is. Here's what you need to change. Here's how to fix it. Right. The and thing, it's or, just part of the, the fact of the connection of the internet. Yeah. Now, Ryan Holt, you've seen a lot of these iterations. Are Am I just like just spiraling here or have you seen this before? Because like you've, you, you've gone up, you know, you and I are probably one of the last few people that have actually changed the capacitor on a motherboard or, or a shorted an IC here, right? That I haven't done one in years because anything wrong with the motherboard, I'm just going to go to a new motherboard. <laughs> am I like, just spiraling here or or am I hitting on something? What do you think? No, the problem is is that uh, microelectronics from back in, you know, when I was doing that back in the eighties to now it's gotten very much smaller and miniaturized to the point where it's really hard to do um, manually. It's gotta be done by machine mm -hmm. because of the, because of the level of intricacy that's got to happen. Mm -hmm. So when you're trying to change a, you know, even if you're just trying to change a basic capacitor or resistor sitting on a, on a motherboard, it's so next to everything else. It's really hard to pinpoint and get that specific piece out right mm -hmm. and replace it without damaging everything else next to it so that's that's really where that part of the of the work comes in is is difficult to do i mean there's people who do do it and it does mm -hmm. but it, but it takes a lot of a lot of work and you gotta have a really it's almost like being a surgeon right you gotta have a real steady right. hand and still be able to do all that so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't tackle especially when you're at a point where you can go buy another motherboard that was pulled off of a computer line that took you know hardly any time to go through for 20 bucks isn't that worth your time that you would spend trying to do it yourself right. yeah, we've, we've hit a right. very interesting point in which 
the the rate in speed of production is much easier and cheaper to do than it is to go in and fix it yourself. That while before there wasn't a lot of options to go like, well, this thing on my motherboard broke and it costs another two grand to get another motherboard to fix this. Mm-hmm. Remember, when or I, was... I can buy the, or I can go to this tear apart pot and get a get this one piece that I can solder onto the motherboard that would make it work. But now it's at this level of the it's easier to just buy a new motherboard than go through all the work of tearing apart your old motherboard. Right. Right. When I grew up in the seventies, that's how I learned electronics basically. And, and, and we, we had these devices and when I had a couple TVs that just weren't working anymore and we had sitting around. Mm-hmm. So I'd get back in there and I'd start messing around trying to get them to work again. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're talking some of those TVs were half run by vacuum tubes. My first guitar amp was a vacuum tube amp, right? So I learned of all this stuff in an era where it was very large. Miniaturization hasn't happened yet. Right. And you could really get in and do stuff a lot easier, right? When mm-hmm. I was in the Navy, we learned electronics. It was on equipment that, you know, was probably 30 years old by the, at that time. And yeah. so from the <laughs> 40s and 50s. So... It was it was most vacuum tube stuff and and it was very large in scale. So these days, as as miniatures happened, that changed everything. When when you're able to mass produce and machine boards out and, and other electrical equipment out to that precision mm-hmm. to make things that much smaller, it changes the way you interact with those. So it's just it's just not the same. Yeah. Right. It's that's much more intricate, and then fixing one thing is a lot. Yeah, trying to fix one thing could break a lot of other things because of how small and how close knit all the things are in the system. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Please bear with Reinhold's audio. He's also talking through vacuum tubes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I remember seeing audio. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. When I first saw vacuum tubes, it was a TV, and I remember looking at it, and my father was trying to explain to me how it works. And I was like, "This is just magic. This makes no sense." And then open a computer, this makes more sense to me. But yeah, okay, I, I see your like your comment on like, well, things are just getting smaller, so it's more difficult. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm more thinking about the idea that like, even if I get to it, I've got the skill to replace the IC chip on my board. But once I do it. It just don't boot no more. Not because I did it wrong, because the firmware said, no, nah, I don't recognize that IC. You don't have the right firmware. I know boot for you. You know, that's the half reason I keep my old Lenovo over here. <laughs> you know? It yeah. makes it makes sense for the if the company's trying to make money. And it makes it since like Paul said, it's getting into a whole nother right to repair to repair conversation. Right. Because we've gotten to this point where it's where we we have to have that conversation of should we have right to repair and what and what does right to repair actually look like but that's a whole nother conversation for another day correct yeah yeah that's yeah which we've had the, we've had this discussion mm-hmm. of like right repair which still needs to be readdressed there's things that we have brought up and stuff like that are seeing like are still going on you know like it's um you know you know there's anyways, yeah. all right so yeah, the other video I was talking about now your body audio is really, like really low it's still kind of choppy sorry um the uh, yeah still choppy i'll jump it's okay 
right, it's fine. The, this last Windows update or something like that I got, it's, it's you know, it has messed up all my mics. I, I don't even know mm-hmm. why. I'm like, it split up uh, the mic on my uh, for some reason. You know that one device wants to use the webcam, one wants to use the Kraken, the other one actually wants to use the Scarlet. <laughs> it was just like, picks, pick one, pick, pick one, please. No, and I uh, guess what? And the default was like just the port down here on the machine that was set as default for some freaking reason. Well, we but, talked about it. We my computer defaulted to the the microphone in my PS five in my PS four controller <laughs> that was attached to my computer. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so interesting choice. <laughs> yep, I know. Thanks, thanks, Windows. Um, um but yeah, to to get us a little bit more focused on like what are these rungs that have been stripped away? Like that is definitely one of them, mm-hmm. but like, as we've seen in the last two years, just the inflation alone is a huge part of, you know, maybe we haven't stripped out rungs from the ladder there, but we've certainly just raised the ladder a good six feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Did you want to say something? Because I was going to run with it. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, whether I was going to run with it is the simple fact that you're right. Because like right now, I couldn't. So we've got friends that are trying to go after and get their first house right now still. And if you have been saving cash these last few years to save up for your down payment, <laughs> that's what just like and almost like you should just lit, lit, lit it on fire at some points. Um you know, it's especially just trying to get 20% down on a basic house. And that's what this video was got me on. So the, the Lotus Eaters did out a video on like, is, you know, is, you know, is Zoomer screwed? And which basically they were going after is taking your, because most people would start looking for their first nice place where they're 25, they're out of university, you get out of school, you may have gotten an okay. Let's just say everything went right for you. You got out of college, you got a nice job. You know, and you're saving up your money. You saved it for two years. You've got, you know, <laughs> close to your twenty percent down. Can you get a cheap, affordable house? <laughs> and they were going around um, different parts of uh, Britain and like, going around and just like, nope, nope. And if they could find, it was just some of the crappiest, rundown, destroyed houses. Oh, that they could get their heads on, and, I, and I'm sitting there like, "Oh no!" And I started, and I did a small glance, or glance, you know, here in the United States, it's like, "This can't be right. <laughs> this can't happen." And which is my biggest rug that I did. Like, I'm people like, "How did you get where I was?" Like, my partner and I, my wife, like, we got a house, you know, and you know, we stunk our money into that. We was like, uh, we we got a uh, inexpensive. First house. Granted, it was a 2008 financial crisis. We stuck our teeth in, so it just helped us get more house than we would have gotten. But we were on the path of getting house anyways. But we got more house because of the financial crisis than you know we would have gotten. Yeah. But um, and it is that look here. So, and that's why I bring producer Paul because producer Paul is just like myself. He likes going around and looking at houses. He likes to. He sees things. He looks looking at properties, and uh, and that's why I brought him along. Because hopefully he could go through and go like, no, Harry, I, I could take your criteria and I could find some nice sample houses of what we're talking about. And yeah, well, here's and that's very much the thing. Like just like with my dating life, I love looking at things that I'll never have. So uh, 
I look at property and real estate constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, your criteria are very reasonable ones uh, for this little challenge that you sent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your price point? Uh, if right. you'll remind me and the right. audience of that. All right. So we're looking for like a house around like because you're looking for something like around $100,000 because that's basically what someone at 25 ish could probably afford for 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 a mortgage. You know, so they've saved up what 20,000 in cash. So they ate nothing ramen noodles. And they, you know, they've got their nice fifty thousand dollar a year job or something like that. They're making between thirty five to fifty thousand. Mm, I, I feel like that that starting this point. Is, this and is worth, I've, I've but, got it. This is best case scenario. Yeah, I was gonna say this. But when if you want to look at the companion is, piece of the last episode we did, yeah, when they get at, when they have their degree and they try to get a job, they're gonna get they're gonna be told that they don't have enough experience and get like a like a shitty, barely making minimum wage job. Like That's I said, I'm, I'm the doomer I'm, here, man. I'm the doomer. I'm I see to, this. It sounds to me like the numbers you're giving. Uh huh. The numbers you're giving sound a lot more like 20 years ago instead of today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're, they're not going to have twenty thousand saved, Harry. They're, I'm they're, trying well, to have twenty thousand saved. Twenty thousand saved is not going to do anything because houses yeah. are going to be at least hundred grand. I bought my first house at like forty grand, right? You can't do that these days. Not if you <laughs> want anything livable. Even just your starting <laughs> point of 20, really, your starting point of twenty grand, right? That's assuming that they didn't they didn't leave with a bunch of debt that they constantly have to pay off. So that's gonna massively chunk into their money anyway. Student loans, man, to get that get that job with the degree. Yeah, so the only way full full pays fifty K a year, they have to get student loans to get it. They got full ride. All right, they did full ride uh Turkish oil wrestling. Okay, full ride. (laughs) They got out of college with no debt. I mean, if they, if they got that, that just means that they were either privileged or really poor. That they got one of those really good scholarships, or, or they really don't need financial advice. That they can exactly, do that. exactly. That's the point. <laughs> they kind of nailed it already. Yeah, they, they if if that if they left with no student loan debt, leaving college, that means they either walked in with with family money who already had a financial advisor who told them how to how to take care of their money. They they. Are, are a financial student because that's where they're learning how to do it or they got a full ride scholarship and and most of those people don't even really know what they're doing with that money anyway first off i left college with no debt thank you very much so did i but 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 i also did you dropped need financial out. advice but i also dropped out i did and i didn't but most of the boomer stuff I learned going in before I got to college was ineffective going into the 2008 financial crisis. That's true. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a CD. Oh, CD. Get the CD fire. <laughs> CD. I got to light this thing on fire for you. Like, I can give you better rate of return. Just let me just bet on it. Bet this thing on the horse track for the next. But, anyways. <laughs> No, uh, so but yeah, please. All right, so you so what you're saying is my criteria that I gave producer Paul is is top tier. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is best case scenario. Best case right, scenario. Yeah. And and I'm going to say like yes, those properties exist. They're not pristine and what you or I would probably consider move in ready. 
or mm-hmm. no, 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 what you would consider move in ready. I have low standards, just <laughs> like my actual dating life. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, but yeah, you're 25, you're a college student, you've got more free time, maybe you got some bros to help you. Okay. You know, you know. Right. So, so, like, so are you saying that you're living with people and, and that's how you're doing it? Or that, is it, are you, that is living it a with single people, person? Single are person. You, are you talking about a single person? If it's single a single person, person then this isn't going to work, period. <laughs> you're not factoring any of the, 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 the water, internet, electricity, and any no. of the other bills attached to it. Uh, and then going to... back and forth to work. So you're not. You have like this perfect criteria, and even then, I yes. just I just feel the doomer pouring out of me. It's like, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, when are they going to move in with their three best friends? <laughs> Look, I'm feeling personally attacked. I didn't even have a house payment. I had to move in with every <laughs> friend that I could find. Okay, so, <laughs> gonna... but yes, houses exist. They're not pretty. The one okay. I just found. See, see, look at this. Perfectly. Thanks. See, this it's, is what I'm talking about. This is what I would consider a servable, serviceable first house. There's work that needs to be done here. I am not going to lie. But you move in, and the first thing you start doing is you start ripping out nasty carpets oh, and putting yeah. in something that was built yeah. in 1910. I see that. Uh, yeah, yes. Yep. Uh yeah. I'm going to say... It's got built-ins. Look at that. This. Oof, okay. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, but you go get some linoleums, finish that up, fix that. Cool, cool, cool. Ooh, so so um, we've got no... Oof. When when they're working 40 to 50 yeah. hours a week to pay for this house, uh, when are they going to find time to fix it? And that doesn't even have, it doesn't have an oven, so they have to buy an oven. <laughs> I mean, just because <laughs> they I refuse They have a hell to... bathroom that goes into the garage. <laughs> That's a hell bathroom. That that looks terrifying. Okay, I, I'm gonna admit I no skipped door, over that photo. Door directly to the outside, an empty hole above your head. Somebody okay. decided hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. So people who are listening to this is a podcast, I need one person to describe what they're seeing so people who are listening can understand what we're laughing at. Okay, so this is somebody's attempt to add a half bathroom, but they didn't have a good place to do so in the floor plan. So the stairwell to the basement and side door has been converted to a sink and shitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now and here's above and above the toilet is just this this shelf that leads into nothingness. That and that I... is a uh, cubby but... hole for your TP. Yeah, sir. <laughs> so that's that's built in storage. Okay, <laughs> okay. That be cynical. I do love like the security, so so you could know you're going to be alone while you're. Uh... I do also love that they don't have a mirror, just a soap dispenser <laughs> where the mirror should be. <laughs> that is a restaurant style soap dispenser <laughs> where the, the mirror should be. Just use your phone. Just use your phone. You got a front facing camera. Now, <laughs> as VC pointed out, this is a century old house. And the 1950s oh, God, were lawless. Like, you, you just added <laughs> bathrooms. You, you did oh, sweet. stupid stuff. They at least removed the carpet here when it would 
What was so bad that they removed the carpet? That's where the dogs used to stay. Probably. Yeah, that room smells like piss. What about it? I know what I have. Ooh, some <laughs> nice classic. So got the classic doors. The electrical probably needs to be updated. Oh, I guarantee it. But the real question is, is it serviceable? Right. Uh, like, but this bathroom's got a mirror. But he, <laughs> here's the thing. My house was in better condition than this. I'm going to say that much. Okay, but it had, it. it had uh, some similar issues. There's parts of the flooring that still need redone. Comes with a cooler. Uh, Regarding the basement photo of the HVAC stuff, um, I think. Oh, the, uh... What the fuck did you just post? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm scared. That price. For the that house. The house is less than insane. five miles from me. <laughs> That's so stupid. Don't dox yourself, right? Do you want me to share that on the stream? <laughs> I will say yeah, this okay. water heater needs to be raised off the. This they have a water heater. Sitting on direct concrete. Hey, I, I, I have not, that exact water heater that's not gonna, <laughs> that we just installed. Oh, look at this expansive basement. I, I think this with some love and some care, this will be worth a lot of money one day. Right, right, right. One day. Once well, you once gotta also depend, point, you also gotta look at where it is. Mm-hmm. Is that area of the city that it's in going to improve or deprove? <laughs> Is this where the gentrification is, or are oh, they yeah, yeah. pushing them out from? Yeah, is this so, is this part of an initial gentrification that's going to collapse away, or is this, you know, there, there's things like that that happen in towns like this I've seen over and over and over again, where oh, uh, oh no, 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 gets no, gentrified up, and then it just kind of right away. Like, okay, uh, Ryan Holt, I don't think you understood the instructions. <laughs> just like <laughs> this house is rough, <laughs> and it's probably worth once fixed up will be worth more than this. But uh, our uh, 25-year-old college student <laughs> fresh out of college can't afford this. <laughs> that's nearly five. I mean, that that's the price that I'll be getting for my house once I finally do all the improvements I want to. <laughs> Dude, Look, like there's it, no improvements on this house. I'm talking about, look how it's destroyed it is inside. This is an old house, a very, very old, like almost Civil War type house, like, but geez. it is just not <laughs> that. Oh modernized. my god, that bathroom! <laughs> that bathroom was so unfinished. I know, right? Like, right? I'm like, are you trying to? I don't know. Like, there are some nice details on it, but that the paint's got lead in it, or asbestos. Hopefully, oh, lead. that most that likely poor, poor tub. What in the and, fresh and if you, hell? Look how I want Rub you to look how chase. thin it is when you look at it from the corner. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have like a hallway down the middle with rooms yeah. on either side. There's no way. There's not enough room. It's room and room on the open. And yeah, upstairs, no, that, it's like one back a, hallway, and that's it. Well, no, that's got a central staircase, uh, but it's uh, two over or two over two. So one room. On either side of the staircase on both floors. The mm. wallpaper's being held on by nicotine. <laughs> just, uh, just, just, this is a fixer upper for four seventy five. Uh, oh man! But uh, what I am oh well, you're you're not buying a house, Reinhold. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, this is we're not looking at I, looking at like danger I've houses. Got, I got more land than that. 
I'm not asking like 800,000 for mine. I'm way that's insane right now with property prices. One thing I just wanted to say right now, people think that, Oh, the market went up and it did go up crazy. And trust me, I profited off of it because I did sell some property, but I didn't go crazy with it. (laughs) And Uh, there are people out there who had stuff on sale for like over a million dollars for what I basically what I already have. And there's just like, they're not going to get that. It just sit there and just goes down and down and down and down. And eventually they sell at a a decent fair price. But I'm not going to share it in chat right now because it'll be put up on the screen and it's literally the house right next door to me. But Uh, they listed it for $375,000 after having bought it less than eight months ago for 90. And and they're on the bottom tail of the wave. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, they did a whole lot of work to the house, but no, it, it's, so thankfully come down $25,000. That's and, what I would and, say. First of all, on financial advice, don't f- look at the market trends on what's going on. Don't overpay for stuff like, like property right now is pretty bad, but also we talked to before about last year, people were selling automobiles for like 30 or 40% over sticker, 30 or 40,000 over which, sticker. Which and people were, were buying we it. We don't give out financial advice. Okay. I will say this. I did talk off dear leaders head off of like uh some of the stuff that's going on with carlos right now and it does kind of want to do an episode with it right i'll, I'll, I'll tell you after this <laughs> so, i was i was showing him some of the stuff that's going on with it like uh like where the investment property investment stuff is hitting the big banks but the smaller regional banks are getting hit because of these car loans so since we invoked him uh you know are we allowed to say that uh Certain people are the friend that uh, we've been telling for years to buy a house, and now it's too late. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so, all right. So, since you guys said my challenge to, to public, uh, that he found us a really good house in my criteria. So, let's like, so, all right, let's, let's, uh, what criteria? We have a 25 year old, fresh out of color. What do you think it's, what do you think he's making per year? I, I say, what, 35 to 50,000. What job are they getting? I don't know. Um, DevOps, get... yeah, junior junior developer. Are they no, doing an unpaid internship? Is afterwards? They, is that what's they, happening? They did one in college. They're fresh out. They're you know they've got some they got some gits. They've got a job. They're making thirty five to fifty thousand dollars. Let's say forty five thousand junior dev. So the then factoring in them still being twenty five. So mm-hmm. meaning that they still they have all this college debt. Assuming. Yep. Let's say let's say that. Yeah, they're probably hauling around um what? Let's say sixty thousand college debt. Oh god. Which is so, so terrible. That's it honestly feels like on the low end too. It sounds like on the low end too. No, like- that's incredibly low. That is I went to IUPUI after going to uh Ivy Tech for my first two years. That's- Anyway, so, and yeah. the other thing we also have to factor in, right, is that we're talking about Indiana, which mm-hmm. has a very low correct <laughs> level correct. of correct. pricing if, for living. The price of living is really low here compared to mm-hmm. California or mm-hmm. Colorado or a lot of these places that have or New okay. York. <laughs> correct. Yeah, so, that's what actually, I'm saying. Like, if I, you can't do it here in the Midwest, 
Dude, <laughs> luck actually, if, if I may be allowed to actually break into financial guru a skull just time, uh, even though we th- none this of us is, give out financial advice here, uh, no, none of us th- is this is advice. general financial advice, not investment Whoa, advice, no. nothing regulated. If you're a zoomer in California, my financial recommendation for you is to get the fuck out of california <laughs> leave don't go to mm-hmm. don't go to austin either don't go to don't, austin don't, don't go, go to austin, austin. Don't, don't go, go to new austin. york don't go to arizona don't go to florida go to a blue city don't in a go to red philly state either don't go to philly mm-hmm. either yeah, don't oh and, and don't don't come don't, to indianapolis just don't come because to indianapolis. Go to, you'll don't vote go to stupid shit but yeah don't go to chicago <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing is that like, I don't you will understand that the what we're talking about here is the cost of living in Oof. Indiana. Imagine yeah. if we did this whole the same project. No, 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 don't say it. In New York <laughs> or Maine. Oof, Colorado. Or Colorado. Or Austin right like, now, trust me. Yeah, Austin. Especially yeah, Austin. Austin. Yeah. People are literally calling Austin the new LA. Hey, That's hey, how ridiculous hey. it is. It's how Alex Jones is gonna get, get that, you know, you know, spend that money. He's gonna sell all the property he has in Austin, make that money back, turn into my, housing. My, my favorite <laughs> quote I heard about that was somebody's like, you know Austin's a new LA because of the homeless problem in Austin now. I know. Yeah, it's it's rough, but it's we're talking about Midwest Indian Indianapolis. Cost of living, yeah, and this is closer to the lower end of cost of living mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to everywhere else. Yes, yes, and even so, even we're talking about oh, fifty k as a saving is kind of high. <laughs> well, that, well, fifty thousand is salary. That's the salary, right? You said savings, had, savings, had savings in the savings. Let's mm-hmm. say what ten thousand, which is. Twenty percent of fifty thousand, but he's going to get first time home buyer credit. Okay, no, he's going to help with his closing costs. Um, but we're also assuming that he's buying a house by themselves because. But there's the issue with that, where a lot of your income when you're buying a house for yourself are only unseen costs. You go into mm-hmm. the house, the repair right. costs, the Correct. bills that you're not thinking about, and then mm-hmm. you having to add that on top of just your everyday living if mm-hmm. you're trying to buy a house mm-hmm. and just live in the house right you could do it but you're not gonna thrive in that house right probably you're gonna you're gonna have a roof over your head but mm-hmm. you're gonna be working to live generally yeah most places yeah not yeah. necessarily that's not necessarily the rule there's a lot of people that could well like I said and that's what it is like what I'm seeing now not wasn't the case like 10 years ago no no, you could get this house that was moderately priced and it's not completely destroyed and turned to crap and not, you know, and, no, and that that house that I linked would have been a fifteen thousand dollar house right. in twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Because one, its neighborhood is right off MLK. Uh and I remember looking at properties in that neighborhood that were in about the same shape. And they were 15K. I'll put it even better perspective. I actually have a perfect example. The childhood house I lived in is like two streets over where Paul lives. Mm-hmm. When my dad finally sold that house, he sold it for like 30. Mm. 
Should've and now, now it's if you look at it, literally sold it for thirty. The next day, they paved that street because it was literally covered in potholes my entire childhood. They literally <laughs> repaved the entire street like the next day after he sold the house. Mm-hmm. And now, if you look at that house on listings, it's like two hundred. <laughs> yep. It's, I mean, when they sold a house across the street from me for eight thousand dollars. Flipped it and sold it for two forty. I was mm-hmm. pretty much done with this entire neighborhood, and uh, I realized that I wasn't going to be able to afford to live here long. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to regentrify the white man out. <laughs> but yeah, it, but there, there's a lot of other factors that plays into it. So, like, yeah. we were talking about them getting this job right out of college uh, that mm-hmm. pay them. The issue is, as a companion from the last time, that the market is now more competitive because mm-hmm. there are more ho- more qualified people fighting mm-hmm. for that position that college kid just came out of to right. the entry level position that he would normally get mm-hmm. isn't there anymore. Yeah, so probably. That, Probably, but generally speaking, but like we're not like that's like that's the the criteria I'm working with is like no, they've got the job, they got we've got that, we've got that, we've got they've got the gig, they're saving the cash. But like if they've done all these things, they've got the thing. Can they even like purchase the thing that they want? That's what I want to like focus on. I think going on to the extraneous X values of the will they find this job? What job are they having? And going like that and never that. I think it's just extraneous X values. I understand your 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 criteria and what and the mm-hmm. setting of this. Mm-hmm. I'm more talking about the the topic of is Gen Z screwed on top of it yeah. because your criteria that this is what we want. Mm-hmm. And from my perspective, is like this is the most optimal position, and mm-hmm. even then, we're struggling to find an actual place for this. Correct. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's just kind of showing that like. To get this optimum position, it's much harder now than it was before to get into a position that it's like, oh, hey, I just got out of college with this degree, going to this job, and they could just walk into that job and get it. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it is just going to have to be the Gen Z and late millennials and other people who are trying to get their feet under them in this time period are just going to have to adopt a I hate to say it, depression era mentality. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you're going to have to accept less mm-hmm. and you're going to have to build it harder mm-hmm. so that the generation that comes after Z like alpha or whatever can be the new boomers and fuck over <laughs> their generation. generation. <laughs> so you're saying that the Gen Z has to create, be the new baby boomers, <laughs> be the new Greatest generation. New, greatest generation to rebuild mm-hmm. everything. So the generation advert can be the baby boomers to fuck up everything. <laughs> and yeah, thus the much. cycle will continue. See, see, Paul, that's very optimistic. In my brain, I'm the doomer that's like, cool. So they're just waiting for for virtual reality to be better so they don't have to live in this world anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul, do you have you? Can you find something else in the uh, criteria of the house like that? Like, I like. Do you have any other examples of around that price range or even cheaper that is not so destroyed? Or you know, <laughs> do you find one like, yeah, you could technically live in this thing, but like, uh, it's better than living like camping. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, or is Gen Z's going to like help you like van life? Uh, yeah, it's get, more of like hope that, you like living little... with other people. I've, I found one near Plainsfield for thirty-five, but oh, it's nice. uh, it's burnt, just a little crispy oh, on the inside. It's got a fire pit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, the property. <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, um, yeah, it's okay. Love's bathrooms are really nice. You know, that, <laughs> getting a Love's shower but... token. It's really great. It's nice. You know, you, you just fan life it. You know, but like even what you said, like always, like uh, when you go to like renting, right? Like while Paul looks for this, like if you go to, like renting, like even rental prices right now is ridiculous. Like renting is absurd. There are people don't talk to me, telling me like they're paying like seventeen hundred a month, and that's just like some like seventeen hundred. <laughs> you paying? Yeah. What is this Taj Mahal you're renting? Oh, it's <laughs> a, it's a one bedroom, one bath. Right, and it's just like this is this is ridiculous. This is seventeen hundred. You know, you might as well just you know like. Just get a plot of land, put an RV on top of it, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, you asked. Uh, this one's a little ways outside of town. A little? That's not that bad. Once I seventy gets fixed, this is not that can't be that bad, you know. Yeah, so you mean in thirty years? First off, uh, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be fixed this summer. They're gonna be almost done. Right, but mm-hmm. and yeah. then they'll find something else to refix on it. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's a little dated because you can tell somebody has lived there for a long time. I like the porch. Oh, did we see the price that was? Uh, this one is what was one twenty, right? Okay, yeah. very reasonable. You can get this reasonable. At, you know, thirty to forty-five minutes, depending on what I seventy's doing outside of town. You know that this is gorgeous front room. Uh, it's got the really cool spiral staircase, so make sure you're not drinking too many white claws as you go up and down. It's not ADA, not ADA compliant, though. Uh, no. Oof, oof. Okay, so the kitchen cramped. got the kitchen got updated in the '90s, and is also very cramped. What do you mean? Well, it's, it's a perfectly galley kitchen. You don't need some massive Taj Mahal because most most people don't cook anyways. I also this, like that the false, the false ceiling and. Mm-hmm. Before Reynolds, I'll say the false ceiling and the paneling scares me about what the infrastructure and the behind looks like. I yeah. mean, yes, but you're also getting a house for under 150 that's livable. So, uh, okay, I'm about to drive over to your house, VC, because uh, somebody said something about a small kitchen, and that is the exact same size as yours. Yeah, but mine's a trailer. <laughs> but That's you know, a house. <laughs> what's but like what what why do you need I, I don't understand why really people get such large kitchens anyways. If you're cooking for like what three, four people, why do you need something so large? I'm yeah. not thinking I'm not thinking that it's like as not that it's a big kitchen. It's just the way they had that set up was very oh, claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. The, I, the, I have a I have an table. actual I have a large kitchen. So I have a very small amount of 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 like no. countertop space. So I can't put like my air fryer and my you know Instapot and all this and my you know the mixer that I've got, Heather, the nice uh kitchen made one. All that stuff doesn't fit on all my counter space because the way that it's made and angled, it just mm-hmm. I don't have the counter space for it. So I have to create new counter spaces or put islands in or do something else to make that work for me. Um, I recommend it was, getting it was a, a bigger kitchen cart. than what you were showing. Get a gadget cart. Hmm? Get a gadget. I got cart. one. Yeah. 
Yeah, just it. Yeah. Just I use that. Cart. I roll it around. And, yeah. Yeah. Just a gadget cart. That's all it is. You, you, you gotta love the doll, though, Harry. You gotta love the doll. I don't. I don't understand the doll. And it's like in the attic. This is clearly a former attic. And I just uh, right. It's a converted attic to a uh, story and a half. I would make bedroom. sure that this attic got zoned for active loads up here. Uh, make sure you get that done. Bathrooms, nice. Okay, all right. Who's got an office with angels, aka Boomer Funko Pops, right here? Yeah, this is this is, this is older than me. What this is, is the Boomer area? Yeah. You can it's tell by the paneling. Fire pit that probably smokes up a lot. Fairly. Okay. All right, get your sunroom. It probably smells like cigarettes. A garden. It could be definitely be a good house. Yeah. Well, at that price point, it's just more of what one hundred and twenty. It's the it's definitely a, a price point they can actually hit, but it's also kind of again a lot of it in my brain also factors in is that you have two incomes instead of one at this point. That in and from my in my brain that unless you're in a situation like. Like my situation is, I got I basically got handed this trailer, basically paid for. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Here, all you need to do is spend like this. You need to pay an extra like five thousand dollars, not even five thousand dollars. It's like, and the trailer's yours. I got handed this trailer, uh, and even that, then, I had two incomes at that point. Donovan does raise a valid point there. Having two incomes makes a huge difference, right? So. Yes. If there are any single libertarian-leaning ladies out there who would like to double their purchasing power, my phone number is... Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, okay, all right. As much as... Uh, yeah, so do, here's my question. Do they still tell you that you can afford a mortgage for the amount that's three times your annual salary? Um, I know they did. I know they still did... Uh, when I went to go look for this house that I'm living in currently, that's what they told me. They were trying to get me approved for some ridiculous, redunculous load. And, I, and yeah, I got approved for it. And I was just like, I'm not buying a house with that. <laughs> no, I sat and looked at it. And I was like, you're telling me I could do three times my salary. So let me figure it out. Okay, I'm spending half of my monthly income net on my house. Yes. On my mortgage. They will, And they will give you a mortgage for that crap. It is, and I was just like, I'm not buying. <laughs> it, I don't know, I've seen it, I saw it, they took me to it, and it was gorgeous. This thing had uh, basically this massive garage barn with an office above it that I could have got, pool, massive house. This thing was gorgeous out of it, a house poor. Yeah, <laughs> all and, my money's and, going into the house. And that's another thing that people need to realize is you buy the house that you need for your actual needs, not what you want. Like, right. not oh, well, hey, I'm gonna have an in-home office and a rec room and all of this fun space. Because that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is, like you were talking about the barn and the office upstairs above it, and all this other (laughs) stuff. You can buy a basic house with a little bit of land, Mm -hmm. and you can pay off your mortgage and then save up money and then build that stuff. Oh yeah, you don't have to have it day one. 
Well, right. like my 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 plan right now is to uh, buy my house next door from the uh, the boomers once they go because the their son has like crap credit because he keeps buying these <laughs> he I, and he makes stupid decisions. He just bought an Alfa Romeo. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Putting him on blast for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> just putting your neighbor Jade. on blast for no reason. <laughs> hey, hey, he bought the alpha. He knew what he was getting into. <laughs> See, all right. So this is another one that producer Paul found for like one twelve. It's not bad. It needs some grass seeds, <laughs> uh, or you mm-hmm. can like embrace a biodiverse lawn instead of a crappy monoculture. Uh, what's up with this uh, shed? <laughs> the, it, yeah, the uh, private room in there. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> oh, let me tell you, my brother, my brother built a little private room like that in there as well. But he, we live out in the country, mm-hmm. and he built his so that he could uh, raise pigs and then not have to worry about taking them to the slaughterhouse. We call it the Hills Have Eyes room. <laughs> what kind of boomer? He had to have a nice refrigerated this? room. <laughs> Look at this! It's like I, I just would have got some L brackets and some plywood. <laughs> right here, it's like this, oh god, it's just old. Well, and it's not even if you look at the three brackets on the bottom, they're not <laughs> equidistant to each other, and that would completely drive me crazy, and I would have to, to rip it all out. Uh, I didn't notice that. Now I can't unsee it. Now you can't unsee it. <laughs> well, I world. mean, bring it up with the real estate agent. Maybe you can get it for one ten. Sitting there just staring at it like that has to go. Oh, wait. I, I'll tell you right now. The office I'm in right now wasn't the size of the room that was originally. It was some changes made to make a hallway that didn't exist before because the the house was expanded or whatever. So the light what? that I have in my room is not centered. Okay. All right. This is a stupid flip thing that someone did here. See, yeah, it should have gone on the other corner. It should go in the other corner. They added gas. And this is where the gas line was. So they put it uh, here. With no hood, there's no range. I mean, on the gas stove with no evacuation hood. And the top, uh, that the top one is off. It's like crook. It's like sprung oh, or something. Right yeah, it is. Hanging. It is. I noticed that too. I'm, not, saying <laughs> I'm not even going to guarantee that this isn't like a 3D render <laughs> of the space. Uh, uh, okay, so the, the lighting house houses could now. look like. He's pulling up AI houses now. Gotcha. I have seen some listings. Show me the hands, Paul. Show me <laughs> nope. the hands. Okay. I have seen the some listings where they are right here. definitely not like <laughs> on the up and up. Okay, so that's just washer outlet. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. It's uh this, this is a rough first house. <laughs> I mean, if you are looking for a first house, you I think a house is a house at that point. Yeah. Like again, I just don't understand why they re- Okay, I'm wondering if they relocated it the washer and dryer out of here to when they flip when they did this flip. There's some there's a wall missing, I can feel. I feel there's a room or something missing. Oh, I can almost guarantee you that they took out a wall there and mm-hmm. made this an open floor plan first room. Open concept. Blah, 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 oh. blah. <laughs> also consider just getting a condo. If you don't have like a need for like a yard or yard maintenance, you don't have to deal with that kind of you stuff. You know, I, I, I said that uh be willing to make sacrifices, but living with walls <laughs> touching other people's living spaces is oh, not no. a sacrifice I'm willing to make. 
that a pee jug? Is it or is that oh, <laughs> won't let me zoom in? Won't let me zoom in. Is this like oh, no, 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 seems no. like a skill issue. <laughs> but yeah, the, a lot of this house conversation is uh, that's assuming if it's a single income, assuming that they're not not with a partner or with <laughs> a friend who they, they can live with other people, uh, right? That, which would make the whole this whole discussion a little bit easier. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just more of the the fact that that is the factor you have to think about more now than it was before is is part of it as well that while while we what we talk about like in the show Doug the Dinks their mm-hmm. whole thing is that they live such a lavish life cuz it's <laughs> because they didn't have they had two incomes and no kids i miss being a dink sometimes <laughs> it was so nice you guys have no idea no i don't I mean, technically I did, but I mean, uh, that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> but it's, but that's the other thing that is that a factor into it is like if assuming that it's two people or more doing mm-hmm. this, it makes it way easier to go about the paying for the house and that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that's how you have to think about it is is one of the big changes. Yeah, hmm. Hmm. I, uh, I, I, I see. Like I said, I, and I reiterate, I see what you're saying, but I think the exception is the X to the scenario that I would put there. I, I, I just, I just see it as a tangent. That's all. I, I, that, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I, I am agreeing with you. I am agreeing with you that but, it, is, it is possible as a as a single person with that job secured and that money saved up to get a house. But it's not going to be amazing to live in like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but I think it also goes with Bruce Russell. Like you've got to be able to like uh, like find out what you can live or can't live without. And, and I think a lot of different people, especially like when you see some Gen Z people or just other people, just even young millennials, they'll go into like, "Well, I'm going to go live in my van and go tiny house." It's like, well, you could get all you know, like the money that you would spend for tiny houses. The, you could just get a crappy house and just fix it up, especially one that's a small house and easily do everything you would do for a tiny house. If you can do, if you can do it at three hundred square feet, you can easily do it with a thousand. Which oh, he was like, like amazed when some people were like, "Well, I'm gonna go to a three hundred square." Like, just get a thousand square foot house, do the exact same thing. I have all the room. Yeah. My also assuming that they want to want to fix it up and if they're as as handy or as willing to do DIY stuff than some of the other people are. Because that's kind of just one of their own. That if it's why why get something big when you had, and invest a bunch of extra time and effort that you feel yeah. like you don't have than to get a small space and live in that small space instead. Yeah, but well, I think at the point that you're buying a house, you're going to have to accept the fact well, that you're going to do some things for yourself. Yeah. Like otherwise except the fact that you're never going to build equity and you're just going to wad up $1,700 a month and burn it because well, yeah, yeah, you're just going you're just going to lease something or like rent it for like you know forever. Yeah, I think owning a house or doing anything that you own, you're going to have to do some DIY. Even you and your uh inher- inherited trailer, you had to do some <laughs> DIY. Of course. And, you know put up the sleeves and like do something on yes if you own something you're gonna to have to fix it that's just the way of the world is whether it's a car computer you know if you own something you're going to have to 
roll your sleeves up and get in and fix it or pay someone to fix it with that knowledge. Right. And I think um, there's a lot of different things that you, I think, uh, one of the things what, what pisses me off a lot of most people is that you have the knowledge to learn about just anything. No one is coming from God with the ability to do any like craftsman's work. These are skills that the that someone has learned, something you can go off and go do. You can get tools. You can do this thing. You can go off and go do this thing. Invest in yourself. Buy yourself some tools. Get some, some YouTube videos. Get a book or have someone to find it or have someone to help you. And you can learn how to do just about anything. Um, if and for people like why well, I can't do that is like well that's just a trade off you you've traded this off you decided to play a video game you decided to go to a LARP you decided to go to a concert you decided to go to Coachella you decided to buy that really fancy tool that goes around your la 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 la, la that warms up that self warm and it's you know like USC PC power it's really nice like a hundred dollars really nice I recommend it uh, you're but, getting very specific there Harry <laughs> recommend it. But <laughs> these, are just, these are just trade-offs that people go through. Um that you, you know, you know, like you could go off and do this, expend this money, or you could take the time and invest yourself. And most people they just won't. They just won't. And it just I look at people as just like you know, could have just did this. <laughs> this is Yeah, but there's also your mentality as a person is very much everybody needs should be working to be the best version of themselves. And when people aren't, you get upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause you just, it's just a wasted potential. You know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I understand that part of me like makes me like one bad day to be in the like the, like a terrible bond villain. I get that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. It's, but you know, but those type of planning like that, but getting a house or doing something like that, it's planning the future. You know, like I can't wait till I'm done paying off this house. I can't wait. I look forward to the day. I've got it on my calendar when like, yes, the last day, the last check of this thing is mine in 14 more years. Okay. Right. And there's also the, another aspect of it, of understanding the difference of delayed and immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. delayed gratification of I'm going to own this house and this is what I'm going to do compared to, this is where I just store my things and my gratification is not at this location. I'm going to build equity or do something else that I, that's life experience instead of building whatever. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even equity and stuff like that. So me owning my house is also part of my uh, retirement structure plan. Mm-hmm. So the idea that once I own the house outright, all I have to do is keep money back for maintenance on the house that, and the taxes on it. So it helps bring down my ex- my expenses down. So like, well, I have the capability to retire because my expenses gone. Now, granted, I've got to go here in a bit and uh, uh, use uh, producer Paul to help me uh, appeal my uh, my assessment because my my land went from twenty thousand to sixty thousand magically <laughs> a year. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, at that point, I just I'm almost to the point of forsaking the nap and undergoing terroristic action. That's- Whoa, 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 Paul. We're we're one more year of a 20% jump. (laughs) (laughs) Just stay calm. You know, know, listen to the Reinhold's episode about the history of the nap, and you'll be fine. It went from 20,000 to 60,000. This isn't 20%, Paul. (laughs) No, I'm I'm speaking from my own experience. It went up to 200%. (laughs) It's so fucking hilarious. 
How'd you get for cooking all that good food on that grill, bro? <laughs> they smelled that smoker. They brought that price up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes me right feel any up. better. I did. I did pick up six pounds of uh, pork shoulder from that uh, that buyer. The uh, <laughs> told you, man. Buy one get one free pork shoulder. Like, what? Pork's always on sale. What? You never looked. You never looked. It's I don't. Always on I don't. Sale. It is. It is. I'm always there, on This guy was just like he's like four of them in his car. I was like. But who got a big party? It's like it's buy one get one free. <laughs> like, boop, boop, boop. How much room I got in my freezer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. All right. So if you've got, let's let's wrap this up. This story, this thing is getting long in the tooth. Um, I will say this: like it's, well, like some of you have seen my scenarios uh, out. You know, not close to realistic. This to me is like this is base case scenario. You've kept your nose clean. You really need to work to get to something. This is to be like this is to me middle of the road. I don't think I don't even think this is best case scenario. I think this is middle. Either people are you going to be below or below. I think this is like the baseline. To me, is this is baseline, and I I don't know. I I don't think the run is completely gone, but it is to me it's going to be a lot harder to for you know. You know, I don't want to think it's harder for the, it's going to be harder for the next generation, but like it's clearly is. Everything is there's so many different generations that has gone before, so it's just they've felt good about destroying the ladder, to, to, so you can't get close to them. Um, As the the residential uh, late millennial, literally two years before the cutoff, uh, be as I said, as I joined in, I'm, I have I can see the doomer mentality mm-hmm. of watching is. I've seen people work hard and feel like they've not gone anywhere. Yeah. I've seen people invest all this time and effort into something that they don't really love because mm-hmm. they believe that's the only way that they, that they can succeed in life. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those it, with the, the 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 cost of things increasing and how how just how the the world is right now i can mm-hmm. definitely understand why people are like well i just want experiences at this point because at least i'll enjoy something before i die because i'm not going to be able to afford to retire because all all the boomers are taking all the retirement money and and my taxes are going up to pay for the, the more boomers they're getting on the retirement thing and and they just start to spiral out of control because they they don't they feel like what they do doesn't matter, even though it's probably the most important thing. True, yeah. Because they feel like it's... everything is so screwed up to them at this point that they that why why try? Yeah, and I, and I can understand that phenomenon, but like I'll tell you, like, hey, don't do that. It's if you're in your twenties, your late twenties. I'm telling you right now, most most companies won't give you real money to your thirties. Sorry, most most people won't. I don't understand what it is. I didn't really hit like a lot, whole bunch of bunch I hit after my thirties. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it myself. Uh, but it's just what it most most of the time was it what it is. It is what it is. Uh, the other thing is yes, experiences are nice, but you know, like try to invest in yourself, and tr- you can pull yourself into different scenarios and get other trade offs. Uh, understand the difference of compound interest and. And a way that can help yourself out, but just if you go all in with the idea, just like some of the Gen Xers, that you're not going to make it or you're going to die soon, you trust me, you, it's a long road between thirty and fifty. 
long road, and then he was able longer from 50 to 80. These are long roads. It's it's gonna it feels quick. You feel like this is gonna blink your eye gonna be 80. Eh, 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 wrong, wrong. It's not really long. So plan for the long haul. Your body's meant for it. Set yourself up for success. Um, uh, so yeah, I, uh, so this is a uh, podcast that is recorded live on Mondays at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please come join us. Get on twitch.tv slash we are libertarians. That's R, it's an A-R-E, or youtube.com slash we are libertarians. Come listen to us. Hang out with us. You know, get on live stream and get on live stream and send us some cool chats and hang out with us and be part of the conversation. Next week, hopefully, like uh, I produced, I got Reinhold to, I wanted to do a nice, good, evergreen episode on the history of the non-aggression principle. I really want like i've got some questions and i brian's got some really neat lore that i always you know that's i don't know it's it's like a segment or something that i always got just, just forcing reinhold to explain something for me that i've always had like a good question about like i've read about it but like you know it's completely different for someone who's probably seen it or from the people that were there like you know yes i reinhold's uh, it what game on friday what is it this Friday? Because that's what we is that what we're doing at this one, or is it? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't have a Friday for this May. May is going to be super busy. Trying to do something on this Friday on, in May. May ain't happening. Friday. Yeah, May ain't happening. Yeah, both were like Brian was going to tell us by Friday the way you could get to like this. So hopefully we can do this on, on a Monday episode. I was just make just getting clarification. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, try to do something this Friday in May. May. May is way too busy. It's this month is jam packed with everything, especially here in Indy. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah. All right, see you, bye everybody. Bye everybody. I might be going under medical Friday too. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Bye.